Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And this episode, we are going back to the mid-90s, so quite late for us, I guess, really. Mm. Uh, And I'm not going to sugarcoat this, looking at another fucking Turtles ripoff. Um, (laughs) Biker Mice from Mars. Um, I I already know that that has annoyed a lot of people. Um, Yeah. Sorry, but uh, look, you can you can gussy this up any any way you like, and I know there are a huge contingent of people out there who are like, this isn't just a turtles ripoff. It is. It's a fucking t- look. Deal with it. Okay, <laughs> it's one of many kind of anthropomorphic crime fighting animal shows that popped up following the turtles. One of the latest, I think. Um, yeah, probably one of the most original. When I was saying that, I don't know. Samurai Pizza Cats was pretty fucking out there. Yeah. So, um, uh, also, uh, Avenger Penguins was quite uh, quite out there as well. Well, I think that was just in this country, though, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, it was a cultural hall, wasn't it? So I was, I'm assuming it didn't go very far. Yeah, I only very vaguely remember that. To be fair, I don't remember too much of Biker Mice either, reason being... Um, I didn't particularly like it. <laughs> Being blunt, <laughs> this, this is a bit one. And um, yeah, I um, I was aware. I was acutely aware of it. it. Was it was everywhere. It was massive. Um, I can't remember if it was my brother or my cousin who was particularly into it. But when we used to be at my grand's and the three of us were there, the three of us used to watch it. Um, and the reason I remember it was that my at my grandparents' house. BBC One was on all day, and that was the only only channel that existed. So from the time they got up and they put the news on to the time they had the, the nightly news and went to bed, that's what was on TV. And then <clears throat> around about this time, around about ninety four, um, because we were spending like, some holidays and shit. Then the the the, the, well, the four of us were always there. Um, Sarah wasn't so interested in stuff that she was a bit young, um, but me, my brother, and my cousin Dave were always what? No, we we we'd have computers and you know, consoles plugged into it or we don't know we'd be watching tv or whatever else so they they bought the second uh, a little portable tv for the back room and i remember being in being in there and this i think there was like a double bill or something was on at one point and one of them was fucking you know, coming in their shorts over i don't know the fact this was on um so I'd, I'd, I'd seen it a few times i wasn't overly no i wasn't i was aware of it i wasn't overly familiar with it and i've gone back and watched a few uh last couple of days and i must have seen more than i realized so i remember quite a bit of it um but yeah it was one of those as i said it was at the time it was it even if it wasn't intentional which i doubt very much it did seem very much like a slightly watered down version of turtles um i think it's got to be intentional um, I, I mean i mean kind of, there's, there's no such thing as an original idea no. like every idea under the sun has been done and everything that we're presented with is just repackaging of sorts so you know credit where it's do there you know it's it's yeah. similar to turtles in as much as it's an action show about anthropomorphic heroes this one goes i would say a bit further and we can look at at sort of drawing the comparisons to turtles where they arrive when we start talking about the show but in concept at least it did try and do something slightly different i suppose with the kind of intergalactic element that was yeah. with it 
Um, and there's some. I mean, we we came on the back of that. Like, we talk. Um, we talked about Captain Planet a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago mm-hmm. now. Um, and obviously, there was a strong message, a strong social message with that. And some of the other shows have had a fairly, you know, fairly um, similar process and similar thought behind them. And again, you've got it with this, where you've got globalization and. Um, so the, the consequences of the environment and the ravages of big business and the effects on communities. There's lots of stuff to unpackage here, which I think is done very well. I don't remember Turtles having that sort of thing in it. Um, it definitely what they didn't. didn't do as well is the the relationships and so the, the way that the characters are portrayed. I think, I think that was done a lot more effectively in Turtles. Yeah, I mean, Turtles, we have to bear in mind as well that this, and part of the reason uh, I say I didn't particularly like Biker Mice, you have to bear in mind that this is one of those things, again, I guess, where the, the very slight age difference between us is going to yeah. come into play. Um, by the time Biker Mice was airing in this country, I think I was like 13, 14. I was yeah. approaching mid-teens, um, still watching cartoons. You know, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I've watched cartoons my whole life. <laughs> there was a period there where, yeah, you know, I was maybe thinking that I wasn't watching stuff like this. Um, and I guess this was just on the the cusp of that. Um, it wasn't helped by the fact that I thought then and in rewatching it, still think now that these characters are just completely unlikable. <laughs> I can't stand them. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just uh, everything about it just kind of it, it rubbed me up the wrong way. However, again, in rewatching it, I was surprised how much I did remember of it. Um, so I must have seen more than I thought. Primarily for me, though, I remember like I had the the SNES game because um, yeah. it, it, it was quite odd. The, the SNES game was a racing game um, yeah. rather than an actual like the, the standard thing here would have been like a, a kind of side-scrolling beat-em-up, but this was yeah. a, a racing game. Um, so it was, it was quite unusual. Um, I, I had it, I think I might have had it for a birthday. It was one of those games that was going around quite cheaply, you know, yeah. like 10, 15 quid, because it was not the best. But I, I remember <laughs> I remember having that, and I remember playing that. Um, and yeah, as you said, this thing did blow up really huge so i remember they'd be in merchandise everywhere you know it was it was difficult to not be aware at least of biker mice from mars and especially that title like to be fair to it that's a ron seal title um which i'm a big fan of in anything you know this does exactly what it says on the tin it just so happens that i don't necessarily like what it says on the tin uh didn't then um not sure if i like it any more or less now um I don't know. I guess we'll get into that. Um, but but yeah, I was I was definitely not as maybe obsessed with this as I, I have been with some of the other shows and certainly not as, not as obsessed as I would have been with Turtles. Um, but but you're dead right. You know, Turtles came those few years earlier. Um, so this was like 93, 94, as I say, this was mid 90s, whereas Turtles, of course, was late 80s, early yeah. 90s. So yeah, I mean, this was 93, this first appeared. There you go. So, you know, time had moved on slightly since since Turtles. Um, yeah. And, yeah, we, we were having things like Captain Planet. We were having environmental crises and, and we were starting to be aware of, of the impact of that. So I don't I don't necessarily think the Turtles wouldn't have dealt with those issues had it been made later. Um, I just think that this was I mean, look, this is very much a product. Well, I was going to say this is a product of its time. I actually think a lot of the values in this are products of Jesus Christ, the 50s in some cases, <laughs> let alone 
um, let yeah. alone even the 80s that Turtles is. But yeah, um, one of the things that struck me as really odd when I started rewatching it was that that environmental message. I don't remember that part of it at all. But this yeah, definitely, I don't either. like Limburger wants to strip mine everything, and he's he would be at place in a in a Captain Planet cartoon as a villain, wouldn't he? You know, yeah, he would. And there was some nice gags as well. I mean, so in the, in the pilot, I mean, I so I think I watched the three or four. Um, there's the pilot and there's a two-parter, and I think I watched one more after that as well. So I think I watched four. But in the pilot, he's you know, he's quite open when he wants to strip everyone. He, he wants to you know, take all this of the mineral-rich soil from Chicago and then New York and then then Detroit. No, actually not Detroit. And there's some nice little gags there as well. And there's no like motor, the, the motor city gags, but he doesn't want to get involved with the gangs and shit like that. Um, and, and he's already taking on a, a gang of biker mice, so he doesn't want to get in. There's some nice little touches like that in it, and they. <laughs> They feel, I mean, even now, no, I mean, the way America is at the moment, fucking place is practically on fire anyway, so I don't think it'd be just strip mining anywhere. But fucking world on fire. Well, yeah. Uh, America um, especially, you're right. Yeah, but... America seems to be doing it. No, America seems to be doing the whole my beer thing at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah, it really yeah. does, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there, there's you know, some of the things that have come up in, in, in this and the couple of episodes I've watched wouldn't seem out of place and out of time now. Um, but yeah, there are some nice touches, and I thought there's some... You're right, the characters are largely annoying. Um, there, again, depends how much you want to read into them about some of their personalities and some of their um, some of the, the affectations of their characters, um, Vinny especially. Um, you look at it from our very sort of surface level, and he, you know, he's always flirting and cracking onto and being loud and massively inappropriate with Charlie. Um, and she laughs it off because you know, that's how it was dealt with in the early 90s. It's just, if you laugh at it, it doesn't exist. It's not a problem. Um, but as you go into it, and I've sort of read read a bit around it, and I've sort of picked up some of the um, there's some some uh, cells from the cartoon from the, the comics and shit as well, and some frames from that I picked up in the last uh, day or so. And they've in some of the surrounding stuff, and certainly in the comics, they've kind of tried to make more of the fact that he was disfigured during the during the war and the, no, during the rebellion and the freedom fighting, which is why he's got the faceplate, and it's sort of, that changes his character. So all of a sudden, then you know he's. He's he, you know, he's hiding. He's you know, he's putting himself away, and he's putting a, a different persona out there. And if you, if you want to read that into it, and the same with um, same with uh, Throttle and Moto as well, there's not there's enough in there. That if you want to read into it, you can. And there, there's some depth gone into the characters. Unfortunately, I think you really have to reach for it. You definitely do. That's not present. Certainly not present in the. I've I've watched more than you by the sound of it. Um, largely because I kept hoping that this this was just a fluke a lot of this stuff uh, particularly as you say Vinny is just utterly repugnant yeah. as a character um he is a disgrace like he's an absolute disgrace uh, flirting um maybe how it's described uh, being nice publicity it. for the shows um i think harassment is probably a better term um and he's certainly the most obnoxious chauvinistic character i have come across and, and bear in mind, you know, we're two people that have to watch Game of Thrones once a week. Um, he is the most obnoxious, chauvinistic character I have come across in a long time. And his attitude towards Charlie is disgusting. Um, absolutely. Like, it just the, the show's attitude towards Charlie in general. Yeah. I mean, the, the just the gratuitous ass shots this is a fucking cartoon like it's when you get that kind of thing in live action it's you know inappropriate um but that's 
Yeah, like, somebody's gone out of their way to draw that. Yeah, that's the thing. When it's in live action, yes, you've had to compose that shot, but that's a real person, and at least the actress must have given some form of consent. You would hope yeah. to do that, and there is an intent behind it. But here, someone has taken the time to draw and animate what is essentially just male gaze softcore porn. Um, it's, it's, I mean, some of the episodes I watched have her emerging from the water in bikinis, uh, there's lingering shots on her ass. She's constantly referred to as babe and toots. She's told she can't go and fight with them because it's too dangerous. They actually use the phrase, this is man's work at one point. Um, there is no excuse for this. No excuse, especially on a children's show. What kind of values are we teaching children? Well, not only that. I mean, you, this you, is from teaching... your hero. Yeah, you're you're teaching male children that this is how you how you act towards women, this is how you speak to women, how you treat women. But also, it's it teaches female children that this is this is what you should yes, expect. This is this what is life acceptable. is like. This is this is fine, and the way you deal with it is you just laugh it off because it's all playful anyway. And it's, no, I mean, and you you have I mean the very first time you meet Charlie, she's being um you know, you've got um, Breeze Pitts there to try and rough her up uh, to get it to to sell up or whatever it is. And she she's quite no headstrong. She's quite uh, she's quite forceful. And then as soon as the bike mice from Mars turn up, she turns into a fucking damsel in distress. Yeah, it's um, horrendous. And then from from that moment on, then any any time she's addressed, it's entirely derogatory mm-hmm. uh, or it's entirely condescending. And she just goes, ah, well, no, stand up yourself. You were willing to do it a minute ago. Just because these are our heroes doesn't mean you can't stand up to them when they're being dicks. Yeah, and bear in mind that she also, you know, she she's clearly intelligent. She's an engineer of sorts. She she makes all of these gadgets and things for him. Like she has a role to play. But then when it comes to the actual fighting, she is consistently told, No, it's too dangerous. This is for the men. Yeah. Now again, shows publicity will write that off as oh, actually it's because the mice don't want her to get hurt. They care I'm, for her too much. I'm j- I'm reading that sentence right now and I'm thinking that what a is, pile of bollocks. Yeah, that is just disgraceful. And I you know, I think the same can be said of the the flirting and how it's apparently you know because he's insecure no that's that's horse shit that's been retconned because you know five six years down the line somebody picked this up and looked at it and went oh, holy fuck yeah what like how did know, we get away with that i mean bear in mind this isn't what did you say 94 93 93 like it's not fucking 1955 do you know what i mean like no, this isn't Jackie Gleason territory. And, and bear in mind, especially when this is, and, and I'm again, I'm going to apologise for it, but I'm just speaking the truth, and, and we'll draw these comparisons in detail later on, I'm sure. This is a Turtles ripoff, okay? There is no way in hell that this isn't based on Turtles. And when you look at how April and Donatello's relationship, for instance, is handled there, um, you know, they, they have more of a brotherly-sisterly relationship, but it's very clear that they care for each other. It's also very clear that, that April is, is treated more or less as an equal. Like, yeah. yes, she gets a bit damsel in distressy. Um, you know, that that's a trope that unfortunately exists in all of these shows. But she's always smart enough and confident enough to kind of get out of things on her own. Um, and she does contribute to the team there. 
whereas there is none of that with charlie she's just there to invent stuff and look pretty and be perved on quite aside from and quite aside from the bestiality aspect of it as well i mean that's something they clocked in turtles very early on you know there is definitely a a perceived relationship that could happen between april and donatello but they're careful to tread on that kind of sisterly friendship line and then they introduce casey jones and straight away, especially in the cartoon, straight away then he's there as kind of the male human foil for April. So that removes yeah. I can't believe I'm gonna use this term when talking about anthropomorphic crime fighting cartoons, but that that removes the sexual tension immediately. But again, the the thing with that is that yeah, no, it's as I say, it's 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 feels very icky and very weird saying it about anthropomorphic mice, but and and, and turtles. But the whole thing is that the character work is there and no, you, you you know, you you, take, you treat these characters because they are humanized. You, you you kind of relate to them on a human level, so those relationships kind of work, and you can see them working out, and you kind of root for them and all the rest of it. And then you think, oh, hang on, that's a bit weird. Whereas very weird. in this, this you, in, yeah, um, so that I mean, turtles. You know, as you said, the introduction of Casey Jones had a purpose to to kind of quell that and, and diminish some of that tension. Whereas here, there's none of that, and this is just. Uh, basically what looks like a horny mouse cracking onto the first girl he sees it, it is exactly that it is exactly that it's a horny mouse cracking onto a, a female who's not even of his species um i mean i'm surprised there isn't an ass slap it's it's that yeah. bad it's but but wrap her up in his tail and pull her in so she's not gonna stick her on the back of the bike I mean, he's, he's very much domineering her physically yeah it's just yeah, it's fucking disgusting. Um, it's it's disgusting. Um, now I, I haven't read too much into what the the kind of the general writing, if if you like, around this is in in terms of critical response and things like that. Because, um, quite frankly, I I did see some defence as we've talked about. Um, just in, and and I don't normally do research, as you know, but this <laughs> just caught me so off well, guard. I was just like hang on i'm i'm missing something here this must have been addressed and you know i very quickly came across all this publicity stuff where it's trying to be hand waved and i had to stop because it was just infuriating me more and more so i don't know if this has been addressed you you insinuated that perhaps you've read a lot more into this than i have so so maybe it has been um but, i think what, what, how successful it's been i'm not sure but i think attempts have been made certainly now whether that's whether that's hand waving or whether that's um, whether somebody's made a conscious effort, I'm not sure. Effort, I'm not sure, but I think that at some point somebody realised it's a little, some things, some elements are a little bit problematic, and so there are elements of character you can try and if you know again, you know, it's like with it's all subjective anyway. So as soon as somebody suggests that actually there may be a bit more to this, so if you look at this side of it, and then you know, even if you, they don't implicitly, no, they don't so explicitly tell you, you say right, have a look at that. And just see what you think, and it just shows that little seed. That actually, there might be something there, um, and I think that that's possibly part of it is that they've tried this. And so the same with the thing about you know, the reason they tell her she can't go to fight is because they care, not because they're misogynistic assholes. Um, again, it just plants that seed. And you think, oh yeah, well maybe that's it. Maybe the, maybe that's the intention. They just haven't communicated it very well, and you start to give them the benefit of the doubt, whether it's deserved or not. I mean, I I won't give them the benefit of the doubt, and I won't let them off. Um, for trying to retcon those characters at least yes they've tried to do something which you know is, is a start yeah but you don't fix this problem and retcon this problem by trying to paint those characters in a better light you fix this problem by allowing charlie to stand on her own two feet 
and you build her character and have her take charge of the situation. You don't fix it by trying to explain why Vinny is such an arsehole. Uh, he needs to pay the price for being an arsehole and he needs to realize that he's being an arsehole and grow as a person or a mouse. Um, but that, you know, it has to be led by Charlie, not by Vinny. We shouldn't be hand waving Vinny away. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, it's, oh, it's disgusting. And I think I've said all I need to say about it. I won't dwell on it for the rest of the episode, but it was it was there within the first five minutes of the first episode I yeah. watched, and it's coloured my reaction to the show. I, I yeah. can't say that it hasn't. Um, yeah, I had the same uh, the same um, uh, the same experience, and it reminded me was it Centurions we did um, a little while back. This is way where, worse than that. Well, I was going to say it because at least in that they were the they gave the female character's name and I can't remember. They gave her some agency and they gave her some sort of elevated position they gave, you know, they gave her a, some sense of responsibility or authority which you know, the, which charlie doesn't have here um she is you no know, she's just very much there for the sake of being the token girl um yes. and that that was the thing that got me thinking about it because yeah i mean the, the, we, we talked about it at the time of the character the characters in that it's very similar problems um but at least there was something done with the character with the female character whose name i can't remember i apologize for that but it's, I, I, it is something with her to, to to move her along yeah and as i say that's that's how you you fix this issue and that's how you make it right and certainly when you look back at centurions now we identify the issue there and yes it was problematic but because they put the work into building her um it it just makes ace look like a dick but it makes him look like a dick in a way that allows you to at least be affectionate towards him I think as an audience member, like he is largely painted as being harmless because she perceives him as harmless because she has the upper hand there. Hmm. Um, and, and she kind of, she doesn't allow his behavior to go unchecked. She calls him on it hmm. and she contributes to the team. That doesn't happen here at all. Charlie just takes it. She is an object. She is, you are dead, right? She is the token female. She, maybe there are more females throughout the show. But in every episode I watched, she was the only female character. Um, I yeah. was very conscious of that. There are a couple later on, um, Uncle Carbine. So when they're doing flashbacks to the Freedom Fighters on Mars, um, she's an army officer who was a love interest of uh, Throttle. Okay. Um, there's um, n- another one called Harley, who's in a, a, love, a love triangle with um, Vinny and somebody else. And then there are other female characters, but again, they exist to be somebody's girlfriend or somebody's love object it they don't seem appear to do much in their own right yeah it's yeah yeah it's it's horrible um i uh, yeah let, let's move past it uh park yeah. it there yeah um, I mean, don't get me wrong it's 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 a fairly negative start but there were some nice touches in this and i thought that there were some actual quite funny moments some I think, slightly cringy funny moments but no i think you're right i think all the same I think the humour um, is quite good. There are moments that made me laugh. Um, there are there are a lot, and I mean a lot, of pop culture references. Yes. Um, some of which fall flat in today's day and age. But that's, as we've said before on the show, that's always the problem when you're going to be making pop culture references. You know, they will. Yeah, they will be relevant for a specific audience and a specific time and place. Um, but in general, you know, obviously this is from our childhood so i was able to appreciate all of those um and yeah there are there are some really good gags verbally at least anyway yeah. the um 
the animation is serviceable not yeah. great and some of the visual gags are yes absolutely cringeworthy um as is a lot of the dialogue but just every now and again they will absolutely smack it out of the park with a one-liner yeah um, i mean I, the, I, the one that struck me right in right right sort of early on in the pilot so just after they've had the first interaction with charlie and um grease pit where they, they see him off um they 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 make a, a Duke of Oil, a Duke of Earl joke, and they start singing the song, which I can't hear without thinking of King Ralph, and it always makes me laugh. Yes. Um, so you get that, and then somebody says, "Oh, shut up, shut up, you're out of tune," and then they start singing "The Help for My Friends," and I get that note that I was not expecting those jokes. So straight away they got me, and I was laughing. And yeah, I agree. So I, I remember was, that sequence. Yeah. And, and I remember I, I, so I was I was laughing, and so Tori came in and said, "What are you laughing at?" And I couldn't I couldn't even explain it because it's so fucking stupid. But it just you know, it was a very it's a nonsense joke and it wouldn't fly now because it wouldn't really mean anything to anybody. Um, but it just, you know, for, for whatever reason, it's that song was always stuck in my head from King Ralph. So as soon as I heard that, I was laughing. And then the fact that they, they cut that down and made another joke on the same lines was brilliant. Yeah. I mean, some of the stuff like in the episodes I've seen, there's a very similar gag in one of the episodes I watched um, where they changed the lyrics to and started singing, working in a coal mine, um, yeah. which again, I, I I think probably 90% children, they wouldn't even know that song. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't funny because it had zero context and made no sense. Um, yeah. But, you know, again, the effort was there. Um, but I think my favorite one, one of the episodes I saw, because uh, I, I watched the pilot and I watched that two-part, which, which was yeah. episodes two and three, three I think. Yeah. yeah. And then I just sort of randomly picked some episodes to watch. Now, one of the ones featured a meltdown of a nuclear reactor. Yeah which means the, the mice basically had to learn how to sort of stop a nuclear meltdown. So they get a manual, which was written by a GM Burns <laughs> and it just blatantly features a picture of a crudely drawn Homer Simpson running away from a cooling tower on the inside. So I, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, so there are some very nice touches like that. And it is a shame um, that... There, there is clearly a very good gag writing team behind this. And, yeah. you know, some of the vocal talent as well. You know, we've got people like Rob Paulson involved in this. So there are well, people yeah. with great comedy timing involved. Yeah, the, the vocal talent's a bit hit and miss because you've got some some you know, almost com, uh, cartoon royalty. Then you've also got half the cast of Beverly Hills 9 and 2 and Yeah, weirdly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who but, must have all just been coming out of contracts and needed work. Yeah, so it's you know there is there's real comedy potential here, and and that shines through. I I think most episodes had a couple of moments that that were genuinely brilliant, mm. um, and you know the, the premise, as I say, it's a turtle's ripoff, but even the premise itself isn't isn't shocking. It's it's certainly enough to interest me. It's it's sci-fi nonsense, so I'll go for it. You know, mice from Mars and this sort of intergalactic civil war kind of thing going on, and yeah, I'm I'm all for all of that. Um, it's just Jesus. I, I, there's no other way to say it. Episode to episode, the writing is fucking horrible. Yeah. Uh, it's just absolutely horrible. The stories don't even hang together. But like random events just happen, and the mice react to them. Yeah, like even even the the, the two parters. Obviously, it's it's one it's one story, you know, through the two episodes. But and there are a couple of them. I think there's um, the first one was where. Um, Lindbergh tries to steal the um he kidnaps the mayor, doesn't he? And bl blames the the mice. Is that the one I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. Um and then there's another one where they go back to Mars and there's about the freedom fighters and stuff like that. Um even they 
have some bits which don't pay off or they introduce things far too late and they can't, they can't wrap them up properly and they end up throwing them away. And you kind of think, well, if you know you're writing a double episode, you need you can't just write an episode and then try and shoehorn more into it to make it longer. It's almost yeah. like they didn't they didn't plan for doing the longer episodes. They kind of went, right, we've we've got this story. Or wouldn't it be good if we we could make it make a two part of it, make, put a bit of power, we've got a nice cliffhanger and it's been put that in the middle. Happy days. And they go, hang on, we've got 26 minutes of footage, uh, 26 minutes of story, we need 40. What, yeah. what are you doing? It's um it's literally just like 20 minutes or 40 minutes, whatever each episode is going to be. It's just as many excuses as possible for the mice to yell rock and ride and ride around on their bikes and be horribly violent to people. Yeah. Um, and it, and it's as many poorly engineered situations as we can get into. Yeah, and like the cheese puns. Yeah, oh yeah, and the cheese puns, um, which are just awful. Um, they're not good. They are not yeah. good puns. And by by episode two, they are really fucking stretching for those cheese puns. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, and okay, maybe it seems a little unfair to level that at a kid's show. Um, but then when you look at the sophistication on some of the gags, as, as we talked about, like, you know, they're clearly pitching this for older audiences as well. And yeah. to be fair, I think it is it is pretty violent for a kid's show as well. Uh, and elements it of it is, are quite dark. Um, it is pretty violent, but again, no, there's... They no, they don't shoot anybody. Um, no, there's never any blood or anything. Like that. It's 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 cartoon violence. It's about as far into being violent as you can get without actually having to be then graphic. Yeah, oh, so they, they, I mean, they, they, they've it's... trod a very fine line with it. I think they yes. and any further, and they they wouldn't have got away with it any further, and they'd have had to start cutting. Um, I'm, so I'm I think they've, done, they've got just on the wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not saying it's inappropriate, but but you know, I am saying that there is obviously an intent there to. To not pitch squarely at kids, at least to yeah. to try and allow for for an older audience, and particularly in the extreme with an X nature of the show, you know, this was the nineties. Yeah. Um. So you know, in that case, I think they have to take that criticism on the chin, and also, you know, if we do want to talk about whether, you know, you should have writing of that level in in a show of this caliber. And I'm and I'm not saying it has the best writing in the world by any stretch, and we we addressed that on the episode where we talked about it. But again, when you compare it to Turtles, mm. um, that is infinitely better structured and infinitely more sophisticated than this. Um, so you know, on that level, this this fails drastically for me. Like when when you hold it up against Turtles, and and you have to. I'm sorry, you you yeah. have to. Um, I they are say, I mean, it, so it's, similar. It's generally... I see. I mean, I've I've seen a lot of um, a lot of stuff on the internet where people have levelled that as being an unfair criticism. That it it's, it stands on its own, and it really doesn't because yeah. you've, you know when even even though the the backstory is different and it has some different themes, you still have uh, anthropomorphic animals where they're in relationships with people, and mm-hmm. there's you know, very much the element of fish out of water, and you know, the differences in culture and all the rest. So you, you know you can't not have those. So you're always going to draw those comparisons. And, and as you said, there are no original stories. We know that. Everybody knows that. But you can still make, you can still tell the story you want to tell or the series of stories you want to tell without directly ripping off your competition. And I think that's the problem. It doesn't go far enough to separate itself from the myriad of other shows of this nature which are around at the same time. And I don't yeah. think any of them did, to be honest. I think which, I mean, I, I think Turtles was first, but if it wasn't, then I'm, I'm sure there's, pl- there's plenty of, argument to say that that's derivative of something else as well 
Well, I mean, even Turtles, you could argue, you know, is it derivative of Thundercats in, in a way? Um, but, uh, maybe only in as much as they're kind of anthropomorphic. If anything, yeah. this might be more derivative of Thundercats even than it is Turtles. Yeah. But it's it's clearly... I mean, look, let's, let's just run down this quickly, and I'll just touch on this as a surface level. We can go into more detail if you like as well. But just on a surface level, some of the things you can compare it with Turtles to. Okay, you've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Biker Mice from Mars. So straight away, the titles are similar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the turtles very specifically are part of a culture. They are laid back surfer skater dudes. Yeah. These are bikers. Yeah. yeah. They're dude bros. They're the most horrendously dude bro characters I have ever fucking met. Um, yeah. I hate them, but that's what they are. Yeah. I mean, it's, especially when one of um, Vinny's first line is he's the he's the most mama jama yeah. motorbiker in all the all the galaxy. Yes. Fuck right off, yeah. Vinny. Just fuck get you. Fuck. Right, so there's that. They're both they're both members of very specific sort of countercultures, so, if you like. Yeah. Um, now the turtles, of course, part of a more laid back culture uh, than than the biker. But we can get into that if we want to get into it. Um, turtles find their home in New York. Biker mice find their home in Chicago. Turtles love pizza. Biker mice love hot dogs. Like this list just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. I'm sorry, but somebody has clearly sat down, looked at everything that made Turtles what it was, and just gone, okay, what's the opposite? Yeah. What what do we what can we put in that's the same but different? Yeah. And, and again, is, probably, what is the mirror opposite think, of that? Is yeah, what again, again, probably thinking of the tie-ins they can get. So right, well turtles turtles had pizza, so there was a turtle around the pizza. Pizza, can we now get a biker mice from Mars uh, version of sausages yeah. or hot dog buns or yeah. mustard, you know, just something that you know, that goes with hot dogs. So again, we we then have that you know, that presence in another market because again, kids are stupid and kids will see a, a logo on, on something and say, "I want that because it's got biker mice from Mars on it." Not it's mustard and you fucking hate mustard, you little twat. You know, it's 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 one of those that that's how you know, that's how they get they, they they make the money at the advertising is they, they do the product engagement so you no know, hang on a product like hot dogs which kids love anyway it's it's an easy in um and it's it's so bloody cynical um and um, as you said you know, the the whole way that somebody's gone right okay well these are the elements of turtles that worked and that made money and let's, let's be fair the whole point is it's not to make a, good, a tv product it's to make money so right, well, I've no doubt well, in my mind you hit the you hit the nail on the head. We may, you know, it may be a cynical worldview, but I've no doubt in my mind this was laser precision engineered to extract money from children. Yeah, uh, you have the toy line, you have the game, the, the computer games, you have the clothes. I yep. mean, Christ, if it was now, you'd have like you know, dressing up suits and shit. You may have even had them then. Um, I'm sure but... I remember like really dodgy plant, like the hard plastic. Masks yeah. with a little elastic strap on the back. I'm sure I remember they being by Pro- from Mars outfits. Probably. Um, I say no. There were there there was, there was a toy line. There'd have been clothes. There'd have been there were the computer games. There were comics. There'd have been annuals and other books and things like that. You know, which also of them non-canon stuff, but also of all licensed and all the rest of it. This no, this was a money machine. This no, this made a shit ton of money. It was everywhere for a couple of years. Oh yeah, yeah. It it definitely succeeded, and and you know just in case there is any doubt out there as to what the prime motivator was, like the main villain is Limburger, but he has to have this again Baxter Stockman knockoff, yeah, mad crazy scientist who creates, as far as I can tell, a different fucking random robot slash mutant every single fucking episode. Yes, he sticks around for one fucking episode and, and then goes. 
but is now a toy that you can sell. And these things are very clearly made to sell toys. Yeah, especially for the, 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 um, the one you get the pilot, the exterminator. Oh, it's Arnie on a motorbike. Yeah, it's no, it, it's 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 a toy, and you know, and even like the way they treat it in the film, they kill it in the same way that they kill the the T eight hundred in in Terminator two. They lower it into a vat of molten something or other. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you know, it's, it's it's one of those you see it once, but I can I can guarantee there will be a toy because it's it's it looks cool and it's it's going to be iconic, and kids are going to want that because they're going to want something they can fight against. And like we've said before, kids don't really care. You know, if you've got two Thundercats and a bike rides from Mars, you'll just beat the fuck out of them instead. It doesn't yeah. matter to the kid, but it matters to the company, and the company thinks it matters to the kid, so they will say, we have to have a full set. So every time they have a new bike or a new ship or there's a new villain or there's a new um, there's a new, a new um, ally, go have a toy of it, and then we can spin off from that. Yeah, I mean, all you need basically is a Vinny toy and any doll that your sister may have had yeah. And he can just slap that around, and it'll be totally accurate. So yeah, you, you just you just start making uh, Team America. Yeah, basically, uh, you know, get yourself a little black magic marker so you can colour her eyes in after he's walloped her, uh, and you're away. It'll be totally accurate, just like the character. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe get him like a little frying pan or something and whack her over the head with. Yeah, maybe. No, wait, that was Jackie Gleason. Sorry. I mean, just also. Um, there is one of the episodes I watched featured a lawyer, a uh, Plutarchian lawyer. Right. Uh, and, and we're just talking about the pop cultural references here, and this just popped into my head. Um, and when he pops up, he is very clearly Johnny Cochran. Um, it's very, very clearly. Um, it's, you know, and things like that are funny. I, I've, I've just seen him now on, on the wiki page, and it's Provolone. Yeah, there you go, Provolone, yeah, like the cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no mistake in that caricature, is there? Like, yeah. It's uh, you know and things like that are funny, um, but it's just a shame that they. I I feel like this is a show that you know had they put more effort in, frankly, and had it been, uh, how should I put this, uh, slightly more thought about, <laughs> then there there could be something here rather than just this offensive mess that we've ended up with, um. I do, and, and I don't think I really, you know, when I say I didn't like it as a child, I don't think that was because of this. I, I think this probably would have gone over my head at the time. I yeah. think part of the reason I didn't like it as a child was because even at a surface level, um, and, and I actually know some bikers before I start saying this, and they're lovely people, okay? But the, the stereotype that pervades when you think of a biker, the stereotype is for them to be, if they're going to be a hero, they will be an anti-hero. They will be anti-establishment. They yeah. will live on the fringes of society. They will do what they want when they want. Um, they'll generally be a bad motherfucker. Um, yeah. And now, there's a setting that goes with that as well. Yeah. Now, when you then try and take that attitude, which, you know, they do have a, they, they do carry that attitude you know, we'll fuck everyone, we'll do what we want. And they yeah. are, as I say, they are extreme and, and aggressively so. Um, but then they are portrayed, and, and you know, in the episode with um, with Provolo, and they're portrayed as law-abiding citizens and champions of everything that's right and good and fighting for the side of justice. And it's like, well, that that just doesn't fucking work mm. at all. That, that doesn't hold together. So I think for me... And, and I definitely do think that was the case. I bounced off the characters because they weren't heroes. They seemed more like they should be villains or at, at the very least, as I say, anti-heroes. And they're not. Um, 
I just find them very difficult to root for. Yeah, I mean, it is very confusing. Um, and I think as you go into it, I've, I've not seen enough of it, but certainly um, from what I'm reading, the more you, you delve into sort of the backstory and the Civil War and all, all that sort of, sort of the freedom fighters and all that sort of stuff, it, it does look as if they, they've tried to deal with some of this, these issues, certainly in terms of the character and their relatability, by putting them into a situation whereby it you know, things happen and it molds them. So they, you know, they, they are damaged, they are injured, they, they do suffer losses, and that, that affects their characters. And you can understand that. But the problem is when you meet these characters all the way through, certainly the first, the first couple of episodes that I've watched, they don't seem like that. They don't seem to be damaged. They seem to, seem to be cocky assholes who are just you know, riding around the galaxy on their, in their fucking spaceship and getting into shit. And their response to everything is fuck shit up. Yeah. And there's, it's almost as if they, even in the show, they, they try to retcon characters that aren't there. Yeah, definitely. They, they just don't seem to understand. I think, again, because it's been precision engineered to make money, they've gone, okay, well, what are they? They're not turtles. Uh, they can't be rats because Splinter's a rat. Oh, mice. Mice are like rats. Yeah, let's be okay, right? So they're mice. Uh, they didn't come from ooze. Uh, they come from outer space. No, Kran came from outer space from another dimension. Um, okay, uh, Mars. So they're from Mars. Okay, so they're from Mars. Um, okay, so they're mice from Mars. Uh, they need to be something else. Oh, let's make them bikers. And and it feels like that was the thought process. Yeah. It's and like, then after well, they've done they that... They can't be teenagers because the turtles are... They can't be mutants, yeah. so they need to be aliens. They can, and they're mice because they can't be turtles, and so they need another selling point. So, yeah, they can't be ninjas. They'll be bikers, and they'll be from Mars, obviously, because they have bikes on Mars, presumably. Yeah. Well, Why yeah, not? The, the, the kind of... Their spaceship in the pilot's kind of bike-shaped, isn't it, even? Um, it's, well, it's, it's it's kind of that. And then it's like a trike sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, and then on the on the top of that, then it's got their, the way their bikes are in the back, it's almost as if it lowers down like a bike rack, and then they sort of shoot, you know, they, they shoot out the back. Yeah. And so just before it rams into the scoreboard, it, um, uh, I can't even remember the Cubs, um, is it Wrigley Field? Wherever it is. Um, Wrigley Field, I think. Um, yeah, so just for it batters into the, the scoreboard. And again, this this made me laugh because, again, you can imagine America, Americans doing this or some Americans doing this, and apologies to any um, anybody I'm offending with this horrible stereotype. But the, no, the, it come, the, the spaceship comes out of nowhere. It, it's going at a rate of knots. Now, firstly, it wouldn't stop in the scoreboard. It would fucking obliterate the scoreboard. It would be going that fast. But it crashes into it, explodes, sets off what looks like a lot of pyros. And the fuckers are there cheering. Nobody is panicking. Nobody is worried. Nobody's concerned that actually part of the building you're in, or the structure is exploding. They just think this is the coolest thing ever. It's not. It's obviously done for effect, and it's all fireworks and, and pyros and f- fucky air and brilliant. And then um, the uh, the mice, the, the, the mice are on the uh, on the baseball field on their motorbikes, and they ride up into the stands, and everybody's cheering. And they think this thing couldn't be any more fucking American if you know if you wrap the South Bengal banner around it. It's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, it's uh, there are some pretty bad gaps in logic relating to the public and the mice like that as well. They seem to constantly forget who these mice are, despite the fact that they save the city week after week. Yeah. Um, you know, Limbig's Tower, I know it's a running joke, but that gets destroyed week Every after week. week. Yeah, so you have to rebuild it. Yeah, it's yeah. There are some real horrible gaps in logic, but as I say the, the main thing to me, and yeah, sorry to come back to it again, but I think I just they're just totally unlikable to me as characters, and it's not 
you know, it's not like I say, I want bikers to be anti-heroes. It's not that I'm just bouncing off the fact that it's bike culture. Like if you look at something like Sons of Anarchy, which I watched for its entire run and, and thoroughly enjoyed, um, that treats those bikers as, as people. And they are yeah. both heroes and villains and anti-heroes and everything within that society. But they're all rounded characters and they just happen to ride motorcycles. Yeah. Whereas this is very much a caricature of what a kind of Hell's Angel Harley Davidson riding biker is thought to be. Um, but then they paint them as whiter than white heroes. And that just those two things don't mesh. They just simply don't. Um, so, I, yeah, it just I, I bounced off them straight away. Um, and then you add in the horrible, horrible chauvinism. Uh, and it's just... It, <laughs> Oh yuck! It just—it yeah. makes me want to vomit. This show. I mean, yeah, I mean the other thing I did notice um, in the pilots, um, it came up very early on again. I think it was in the, the garage. Um, is there's some quite unsubtle racial undertones as well? Um, I missed so you, those. I was probably too preoccupied with the sexism, to be honest. Yeah, but um, do tell. So, and it comes up a few times. Um, so they're there. They're about to have the fight with Grease Pit. And um, so you get the, the, the obvious section, oh, you're a man or a mouse. Stand with, I'm a mouse. Duh. Yeah, fucking look at me. So, okay, that was, that, that was quite funny. That's a nice little joke. And then Greasebit says to, uh, to Charlie, oh, you need to get somebody in. This thing's full of rats. My mother didn't raise no stinking rat. And again, it's like, it's like this slur on their, no, you can't call me, a, you can't call me a rat. I can call me a rat. No, I, I can call another mouse a rat because that's the thing between us. You can't call me a rat. You don't go there. And it, the way it's played off straight away is that I'm no fucking rat. And then later on, somebody else calls them rats. And it's no, it might as well be blacking up at this point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can definitely read that like that. I, I, I see mean, how that works. I, I did it's, it's played. It's played for in as much. No, it's played for in no. Clearly, my mice aren't rats, and people think you no. Know, people tend to think you no. Know, them all together, they're all rodents, they're all vermin, whatever else. And there are lots of jokes whereby um, instead, you no, know, they're clearly mice, so somebody calls them a gerbil. And but it's it's all the reaction to rats. It's them. It's you can't call us that. That's the fucking worst thing you can call us. And I don't know. It just, it, it seems. And I, again, I don't know if coming you know, watching and coming off the back of seeing um, seeing the way the way that so Charlie is portrayed and treated. And then seeing that, I don't know if I was being overly sensitive, but I just thought the, the way they kind of set it up is that even our main character, there's because it never, it never follows through. There's never a storyline whereby, I don't know, rats were supposed to be on their side in, with the Freedom Fighters and they turned on them, or there's a reason why they hate rats. It's just, you no, know, completely across the board, we're not rats, can't oh, call us rats. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I, I even misinterpreted what you were saying there as well. I was, I was taking it, but yeah, okay, yeah, I see that. But actually, the mice themselves are racist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did. I definitely, totally missed that. But yeah, of course, there is a, there's definitely an element of class to their society there. Then where they they see a rat as being worse than a mouse, yeah. um, so that's definitely there. I, I don't know if that was something that was consciously thought of or whether it was just there to get a Mister T gag in, probably. Uh, which, probably. which in it's itself. You know, maybe that fed into it as well. I don't know. Maybe now we really are digging too deep. Maybe. Um, I mean, I, th I think it's. You know, I mean, I, I don't think it was there as a. I don't think it's there as a commentary on racism. Don't, don't get me wrong. I think that. I think what they've done is they've set up to make a gag, because you no, know, clearly mice and rats aren't the same. The same as, uh, same as you know, people don't look the same, but people are still people. But you no, know, people. Uh, there are 
um, differences and people do draw on those differences and do make assumptions based on those differences. And that, no, if, if that's the comment you're making, then you need to make it a bit better. But the way they've done it, they've just literally set it up that, yeah, okay, well, we might have been oppressed in our home world, but we're, we're a bunch of fucking racists as well. Yeah, I mean, the cast is multicultural. Um, yeah. And I would even go as far as to say, to be fair, you know, that the mice themselves are all of different fur colour. Um, yeah. So, you know, I... Yeah, I don't think there's any conscious effort made. No, no. I think it's but just, then I, think I, I don't know that there's any conscious effort made to be sexist. I think it's just it unfortunately is. one of those it things pervades. that... Yeah, it, it pervades from the, the creative team, I think, is, is yeah. how it happens. I, I don't see particularly the disgusting, pervy shots. I, I don't see how they exist for any other reason than the animators no. are fucking pervert. Well, that's it. It's titillation. It's so you see a lot of it with... Um... Uh, so Japanese animation from the early two thousand. It's very yeah, it is very hentai. It, yes, it, it really is. Yeah, I, um, sorry, I, I couldn't I couldn't, I couldn't think of the word, but yeah, that's, that's, I don't I don't know if I pronounced that correctly, but yeah, that is isn't it? yeah, yeah. Um, it, it very much is. Yeah, even down to her body shape, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're we're back to it again. I just I can't I can't get away from it. It it shocked me so much. Um, because I I was kind of because I didn't like this show particularly as a child. Um, that kind of almost has the reverse effect for me when we watch these shows. Because quite often when we've watched stuff that I haven't been so keen on, I've actually gone back to it and found that it's much better than I remember. So I'm always kind of excited to watch the stuff that I'm not as familiar with or perhaps didn't like. Um, and so I think sitting down watching this, I was. And especially, you know, from the intro as well, and it was all in space and stuff. I was thinking, okay, maybe, maybe I can get something out of this. Maybe it's going somewhere. And then this just completely fucking blindsided me, and it has just has just coloured my opinion completely. I, I can't see it as anything else now. You know, it's, mm. ugh. I, and yet I was weirdly compelled to keep watching it <laughs> because I just kept thinking, ah, it'll get better. It'll, it'll get they'll address this maybe i just picked the one episode where they didn't where you know i didn't watch the one episode where they did address it i don't know <laughs> but i watched enough episodes and it was never fucking addressed um there's even a weird thing um I, this is going off the, the sexism angle now but there's a weird thing with plutarchians and touching butts as well like I didn't spot that uh they, they constantly like they have this greeting where they kind of back into each other oh and, yeah yeah dry hump essentially um they like to kick each other in the ass for some reason i i i just i don't know where like what what is that about like they were definitely they were definitely um yeah no fuck it i'm gonna say if we have to take this show down because people complain they complain um this show is made by a bunch of fucking perverts there's no (laughs) sorry it is yeah um i think i think the, the thing is that when you're devising something, and I speak from zero fucking experience whatsoever, because I've never written anything for kids because I don't know how to write things without the word fuck in it, um, or present, present podcasts without the word fuck. Um, but I think you kind of have, when you're doing that, you kind of have to go for weird and wonderful ways to do normal things. So like greetings, for example. So um, as, as, as an example, but not for not in a kid's product, ironically, if you think of the way they um, they greet each other in Demolition Man, they, they sort of do a high five, but they stop and then sh- and then wave their hands about in rotation yeah. to greet each other. It's that sort of thing whereby you say, right, okay, well, we don't just want them saying hello and shaking hands. We want them to do something fucking weird. 
because kids will remember it and kids will then kids will want to replicate that. And if they're replicating that, so what are you doing that for? Oh, it's in Bike Mice from Mars. What's Bike Mice from Mars? Oh, it's a brilliant TV program I watch. And they do that when they say hello. And it's got Mar- they've got these Martian mice and they drive motorbikes and they're really fucking cool. Oh, brilliant. I'll watch that next time. And I'll go out and buy a toy. And it's kind of that thing where you you want to you You're again you want to sort of, you see. Yeah. Yeah. And and as as a, a, a product as a content producer you want to give you want to come up with something that people will remember so having them you know, shaking asses effectively it's possible that's, that's not something you want to pervade in culture though is it you don't want no, children it's, it's randomly not, running up to adults and right hand in like yeah. that's not but, but <laughs> that's going to that, get people arrested well yeah <laughs> and i think that's the intention i think that's what they've gone for they, again it's just the execution and the thought behind it and the thought of the consequences hasn't been made I think that's the problem with it. Yeah, like nobody has been called to task, have they? Like there was no adult in the room during creation no. of this. Like that's no. that's what speaks to me. And when I say that, I mean mentally, of course. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, just nobody went. This is this is actually unacceptable, guys. You shouldn't be doing this. Um, well, this. This is coming from us. I mean, you know, you listen to any of our shows. We use the word "fuck" like a comma. You know, we're not responsible adults either. But, oh fuck! Responsible adults are the last fucking thing I am, and I'll be a bit like fuck me. We <laughs> we spend fucking huge swathes of our week watching children's TV shows. Yeah, like the last thing anybody can call me is a fucking adult. Well, right? this, this is it. But I mean, at the same time, you can still recognise things that aren't right, and, you, and re- recognise things that are going to be potentially problematic. But and at some point, you get so engrossed with the product, you say, "Oh, it'll be fine," because kids aren't stupid. Excuse me. They'll know not to do that. Well, no, they no, kids are idiots. Kids are fucking idiots. Yeah, <laughs> you can't take chances with this with this sort of stuff. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I've got one here. It's, it's his birthday tomorrow, and he crossed today off the calendar, so it would be his birthday today. You know, that that's the level of intelligence. That I mean, that's that's kind of fucking genius. <laughs> in but, a, in a weird... but, but that that was just his thing is that we wouldn't notice that it wasn't a Monday all of a sudden. I mean, yeah, that's he's... an evil genius you're growing <laughs> no, that is, That's like, he's stealing a day of the week. That's, that's pretty fucking amazing. But but, but it's, that's the sort of logic you get with kids. It's like, you know, well, I know, I, I know I've done it, but nobody else knows I've done it. I'll, I'll never get caught. And it's fine. And it's kind of like what they've done here. They went, oh, yeah, it's fine. Because no, people think it's funny. They won't think it's creepy. They won't think it's weird. And nobody's going to call us out on it. Because, yeah, fuck it, it'll be all right. Yeah, great. And that's just what they've done. And it's just like somebody should have at some point gone, hang on a minute. Not sure about that. Not sure about that. What the fuck were you thinking there? Yeah. And had this been the mid-80s, I think I can understand how how that slips the net. Um, I don't understand how that slips the net in the mid-90s. Culture was definitely more, to use a modern phrase, more woke at this point. Not to the extent that we are now, um, but we're certainly aware that, you know, equality and sexism were things. Yeah. And, you know, they, they needed to be to be looked at and, and ground needed to be trod carefully. And I think what sticks in my teeth more than anything is that this is so squarely aimed at children yeah. that you're you are actively teaching an attitude there that could pervade through someone's life. Um, I'm I'm thankful that I didn't like this as a child, to be honest. Luckily, I was old enough to know better. I think yeah. well, not know better. I, I don't think I would have known not, better, but I certainly to, to not take it on board. Yeah, to not to not soak it in like a sponge. Then, um, 
But there will have been children, no doubt, that that did, and they all grew up to vote for Trump, and look where that got you. Well, I was was going to say, they they all grew up thinking it's okay to grab them by the pussy. Exactly. Yeah. Now, this is where we are 30 years, 25, nearly 30 years later, that we have a society that thinks it's okay for our our leaders to be acting like that, or people like fucking Trump and Boris Johnson being the buffoons that they are, that they're a bit of a laugh. And it's all right because they're just sticking around. They're not serious. They don't really mean it. They're not really like that. They're just having a bit of fun. Well, no, actually, they're fucking not. Yeah, and you know, this this isn't me trying trying to be a stick in the mud about this, and this isn't me trying to be quote unquote woke or or anything like that. This is this is just wrong any way you paint it. And look, we've we've looked back at a lot of these shows now, and in a lot of cases, there is what could be deemed inappropriate content for children. We we point it out whenever we come across it. But I think in every other case so far, except maybe Centurions, but in just about every other case so far, it's actually quite good natured. Um, and especially, you know, when you look at things, I mean, to, OK, we're talking about an entirely different country and, and a different time scale. But when you look at something, say, like Rainbow that we looked mm-hmm. at and the amount of innuendo that was in that, but it was all good natured fun. It yeah. was it was all Umatron slapstick carry on level yeah. fun. There was no malice or no sort of harmful intent behind. No, and there's nothing like explicit in it either. No, and this okay was maybe malice is is the wrong word to go for. I don't think anybody, as I say, intentionally created this in this way. I think it is just soaked through from the creative team. I don't think they would have known what they were doing. But that doesn't excuse it. This is damaging and harmful and, quite frankly, shouldn't exist. Um, mm. I can't believe that. Actually, I mean, Biker Mice is, is still a thing. Yeah, it got rebooted in like 2016, didn't it? I think you can still buy the DVDs. There's still, as, as a franchise, it's still a thing. And, you know, in an era now where Disney is censoring content, for instance, on Disney+, Plus, um, to, and, and they're censoring minutia, you know, Mm. Um, because it quite rightly can be offensive to people okay so they're either taking it out of their movies or they're placing a warning a trigger warning in front of their content yeah and i can't believe at the very least this doesn't have that i can't believe there is at least no trigger warning that says look this was made at a time when cultural attitudes were were different and there may be cultural values that pervaded the show that are not in step with today and make us offense something along those lines yeah i think the problem is that the, the large swathes of the world, certainly in America, they don't want to believe that race was still a problem in the 90s, let alone in 2020. Um, but this was fresh off the back of Rodney King and the race riots in L.A. So there's you, what you don't want to be doing is on any platform now is saying this is from a time where you know, racism was kind of a thing and sexism was kind of a thing. And you don't want to be drawing attention to the fact that actually your product may have been problematic as fuck, because then people might start reacting to that the way they reacted to other things. Um, and so I think that that's probably why you don't get it. I think it's only the the big some of the bigger companies and the, the big the the ones who want to a want to do the right thing, but also to to address the fact that we are in different times. You no, know, you like so Disney and Universal, they're the ones who'll do it. You know, your, your, your small production houses or your your, your, ch- your TV channels were still airing this. They're not going to bother because they can say, well, look, it is what it is, and watch it or don't. Um, and I think it's 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 a it's a it's a dangerous route to take because people we have seen you know, we have seen there is a cancel a, a culture of cancelling things at the moment and people not watching things and boycotting things, 
Um, and that, no, I think that if that gets your message across, then fine. Um, but for a lot of, uh, sort of, I mean, I think this is 2006, not 2016, the reboot, I do apologise. But if this is still showing now, I can guarantee that nobody's got answered. Actually, yeah, there's some, some of the attitudes here will be problematic because they don't want to admit the fact that they've got a product that might cause offence. But I think, you know, and, and ours are not the voices that, that should be heard in, in this argument. Um, oh, fuck. Never but, should it be said that we are the, vo- that we are the voice against offending people. Uh, yeah, but especially in terms of, of race or sex, you know, we are both straight white males, okay, from, from relatively middle class backgrounds. So, look, we're the lucky ones, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, not, it's not like our voice should be heard uh, for this. But that, that doesn't mean that I can't at least try and empathize. And to me, um, as a content creator as well, the only way out of something like this is through. And the only way through is to learn and grow. And to do that, you you have to acknowledge this stuff. It doesn't mean it has to go away, particularly not if it's good and people want to continue enjoying it, which, you know, I'm clearly in the minority here. People do like this. And that's why it's still out there. But at the very least, just an acknowledgement of like, yes, we know. We know that this was wrong, but we don't think like that anymore. We yeah. learned. Just some, and especially from a network that's going to air it, because they're not going to care. They just want they want to fill the airtime, and they want people watching. So cost them nothing. Just stick the warning up and just say, look, we're aware that there may be some attitudes in this show that are not relevant today, um, and shouldn't be perpetrated. So just bear in mind when you're watching it with your kids. You know, it's no different to sticking a fucking PG rating in something yeah. in front of something because there's an utterance of the word fuck. It's not saying don't watch it. It's just saying, like, look, just be aware. You may want to sit down with your kid after this and have a discussion, or you may want to watch it before your kid. Um, But there is none of that. This thing's still out there kicking around, as far as I'm aware, unedited, just teaching these horrible values to people. Um, It just, it really, this show really rubs me up the wrong way. Um, And as I said, I I keep trying to get off the, the topic because it's, it's pretty fucking depressing, particularly in, in light of everything going on in the world at the moment. Um, but it's it's so fucking shocking to me. It's so shocking that this exists. Um, and, and especially when it, it just it doesn't need to. It, it doesn't need to. This could have been a good show, I think. It, it could have. Um, it's yeah, just... I think there's definitely enough in it to make it. I mean, if you know, OK, aside from the, you know, the turtle trip off part of it, you know, it, it, has a, it has a strong social message. Anyway, and, and, and um, sort of you know, not anti-corporate, but no, it's a sort of a corporate responsibility message, similar to we had in Brave Star. Um, no, again, this whole thing of mining and all the rest of it, and no, no, nat- no depleting natural resources and all this sort of stuff. Similar to Captain Planet and the damage you do to your environment and the world you have to live in, all that sort of stuff. That stuff is great. There's plenty there. It's an action show, so you can you know you can have your, your cartoon violence and you know, your chase scenes because they're on motorbikes. And yeah, that's all great. That's fine. It's just the character stuff that needs to be redone. I think that's the, the that's where the problem lies because the characters are unfortunately slightly assholic. They're very assholic. Um, you can't wreck on the biker thing because it's part of who they are. Yeah, they're biker mice from Mars. Okay, so they're always going to have to be bikers and they're always going to have to be rock and ride and oh, all of this. But to my knowledge, anyway, certainly the bikers that I know, and I don't know that many, but I do know some. Um, they aren't frat boy dude bros. No. Which they tend these to be older. Mice are. Yeah, they, they tend. Certainly, the ones I know, they tend to be older and a bit more. It's a, it's a, it's a bit of 
it, it, it's a culture of its own, but it's it's also part of rebelling against sort of you know, normal life and nine to five and all that sort of shit. It's not about um, and, and it is about hanging out with your friends, but it's not about you no know, cracking jokes and you know being cool and you know, picking up girls. That's not what the culture is about. No, that, no. that's you know that, that's your surfer culture and your bro culture. Yes, which and, is which is kind of what pervades with, yeah, with these guys. In, um, in which case, make them fucking you no. Know, Surfer mice from Mars, and but they've got they to, um, to the turtles, aren't they? And they're clearly yeah. looking for the opposite of the turtles. But no, it's it's that sort of thing. If you got if you, if that's what you're going for, if that's the if that's the culture you're going for, that's the sort of the character you're going for. Then you need to find something that fits that, not try and shoehorn into. I mean, it wouldn't be it wouldn't surprise me if the the um, if the creator, I think it was Rick Ungo, wasn't it? Um, just went, well, I have a bike. I'm I'm cool. I have a motorbike. Yeah, I'll make something about I'll make something along those lines. Um, because there's no, no, there's no reason for be bikers, and it, it doesn't fit with what you get on screen. Apart from the fact that they're drawn like bikers and they have bikes. I mean, yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's the hook, isn't it? It's another thing to distance them. It's something to sell the toys, and and I don't have an issue with that. As I say, I I, I love a good Ron Seal concept. You know, it's biker yeah. mice from Mars. Fine, totally up for that. Actually, I quite like the character designs themselves. You know, I think they look cool. I think the bikes look cool. Hmm. I just fucking hate them as characters because they're despicable and they just don't they don't match they they just do not match this concept yeah at all like for a start again okay gonna negative stereotypes and all i know but none of them are heavy set none of them have beards no like they they don't look like any bikers that i've ever seen no i don't know i mean they'll they're they marketed as bikers, but you know it, it straight away they're they're freedom fighters, they're soldiers, and they look like fucking soldiers. They're all you know, massively wearing ripped and body armor. wearing body armor. One's got a fucking false arm because he's got shot off. He's he lost an eye. Another got half a face missing. And he's got a face armor. That's all really fucking cool. Soldier mice from Mars, much better. Done. Yeah, and yeah. straight away, straight away, you've got something that fits your branding, and then it doesn't matter if you know, if they don't behave like bikers because. You see, you know, you see with a lot of, a lot of army-based um, entertainment product that there is a very, um, a very brotherly, very fraternal um, relationship. The way they deal, the way they talk to each other, it, you know, it's that sort of frat boy talking a lot of the time. So that fits, that works very well, and that stuff is already in there. It's just the fact they've tried to shoehorn motorbikes in for no fucking reason whatsoever. It's just to sell toys, um, and as you say, probably somebody's a fucking gearhead or something. Um, on on the creative team but yeah you're dead right the characters actually are they're more like marines or yeah yeah, freedom fighters um so there's no need for them to be biker mice they could be i mean mercenary mice is is has negative connotations and it's too much for kids and Um, also it's a bit too a team yeah i mean mutant mice you couldn't have because of turtles yeah but, but again pack it, what's wrong with like those, no, so mega yeah, mice from mars yeah or... mega mice from mars soldier mice from mars they can still ride fucking motorbikes yeah just don't be the hook don't be the thing you're hanging it on be yeah, just be exactly. another aspect of the of, of the of the product that well yeah they have motorbikes and the motorbikes got fucking weapons on them and they've all got armor and one of them's got an arm that shoots fucking whatever out of it. You sell it that way, and you still have your toys, you still have your products, and they can still look identical and sound identical. You're just not hanging it on something that you're not then using. Monster mice from Mars, muscle mice from Mars. You don't want to use monster. Monster has negative connotations as well. True. Muscle mice from Mars, super mice from Mars, 
Yeah. Cyborg mice from Mars. Yeah. Because they all are in some way, yeah. shape, or form. Yeah. Pick one, anyone. They all work. All work better than biker mice from Mars. Yeah, and I, I think. I would respond slightly better to the core concept if that was the case. Yeah. Because I don't think I would bounce off this fact that they're actually not bikers yeah. so hard. Well, that's uh, it. And the thing is, we, kid, it's, it's a product aimed at kids. Kids don't ride motorbikes. So kid, the only kids who care about motorbikes at the age they're, they're pitching at are kids whose, whose fathers have motorbikes or parents have motorbikes and they think they're really fucking cool. Or their cool uncle or their, you know, their, their cousin a couple of times removed who's a bit older and a bit fucking edgy because he smokes cigarettes. He has a motorbike, even though it's a fucking dirt bike or whatever else. He's got a motorbike, so that's cool. Generally, like I know, my my parents always not I said always. Now my, my dad had a car, and yet he always had a sensible car with was big enough for the four of us. And um, I, as far as I'm aware, he he rode a motorbike when he was younger, fell off it, hurt himself quite badly, and didn't fucking go on one again. So I've never I've never been interested in motorbikes. I've never thought they were cool. They've never had any sort of appeal. I'd rather have a, I'd rather a, a decent car. Because yeah. and that's just because of my experience growing up. So the, you know, the only people this, this is appealing to are people who have that, those sort of influences anyway. And if they have those influences, they don't need to fucking bike a mice from Mars to tell them motorbikes are cool because they already know. I mean, just judging by my childhood, the the kids that were into like motorbikes and scramblers and stuff like that. Most of them are in jail now. Uh, no, probably not. That's that's a I, I don't know. Uh, but I was so about, the ones I know. That's a pretty negative connotation. But I, I was about to say most of those kids weren't at home watching fucking biker mice from Mars. They were out on the fucking bikes or fiddling around with things, um, you know, with, to do with their bikes. They weren't at home watching, watching fucking TV. sci-fi TV shows. That was me and the rest of the fucking nerds who watch this and then read comics and play video games mm. so you know know your fucking audience as well oh, yeah, um, but i mean that's coming from me i can't even ride a fucking push bike let alone a motorbike and i'm not joking i literally can't ride a push bike i have no sense of fucking balance well i, I probably could now never learned as a kid though so you know i'm just i'm not the target audience for this i've, I've just gotta i've gotta take that on the chin as well you know yeah. when i say i don't like it i'm I'm not the target audience, but then I don't think the target audience is actually there because they wouldn't no. be watching this show. No, so. that's right. I, th- I think you're right, and I think that that's possibly part of the probably part of its downfall is that I mean it, it, it had three seasons, so it did enough for syndication as these shows always do, and then it didn't make any more until the 2006 reboot. Um, and it, they, they still had the comics, and there was still you know, um, kids' books and things around, and then you had the computer games and stuff. Um, but I mean. This had the potential to go on for a long time, but given the, given how popular it was, and the fact that it was a fucking merchandise machine, this could have gone on for years. But I think you're right. I think that if the core audience isn't there and they're not getting the response they need, bear in mind this is done. This predates the internet and streaming and all the rest of it. So this is we need asses in chairs watching this when it's on. And yeah. I, I mean, certainly from from my experience as a kid, I was never fucking interested in their show. Um, I knew very few people who were. Um, let's say my, let's say I was either my brother or my cousin Dave. Like my cousin Dave is the more likely suspect because he was massively into sci-fi stuff even from a young age. So it was probably him. So he'd have, he'd have gone into watching it. But then again, completely different world. So no fucking exposure to bikes or fighting or anything else. He was done a very, as I said, a very sort of done low middle class white kid. You know, he, he he wasn't in a position where where he was a target audience either, other than the fact he was a toy consumer. Yeah. Um, and I think that you're, um, I mean, I don't, 
I never got the show. I never saw the appeal. Um, I've watched a couple today, uh, the last well, today and the last couple of days, and I've gone, mm, yeah, okay, that's all right. But yeah, you know, don't like that. Don't like that. How the fuck did they do that for? What? No, what did they do that for? Um, and yeah, it's now it's one of those that thirty years ago, no, not thirty years ago, nearly thirty years ago, um, I wasn't interested in the show, and then coming to it now, I've watched it. Gone, yeah, I was right. I wasn't interested in it thirty odd years ago. I was aware of it. Yeah, I was aware of the brand. I was, you know, so I was aware of all of that, um, but I wasn't interested in it 30 years ago. Uh, I can now say without shadow of a doubt that I actively dislike it and would discourage people from watching it. Um, And moreover, you know, even if we look at, like you say, your your typical typical kid looking for a sci-fi show, even back then, um, if I'm into sci-fi, which I was, and looking for an anthropomorphic animal space science fiction show, I am not going to go and watch this when Bucky O'Hare is a thing. Yes. So, and I mean, we've we've not gone back to look at Bucky O'Hare yet. That's one we definitely should. Yeah, I think it might be on the list. As I say, if it's um, not on the list, it's going on there because I, I I remember that when I goes to like that. Uh, so did I. It's one of those shows that worries me because I liked it so much. So I worry <laughs> that when we go back and watch it, it won't be very good. Um, but why the hell would I watch this when, if I want anthropomorphic crime fighting, I've got turtles, right? If I want anthropomorphic space battles, I've got Bucky O'Hare. So if I want fucking vehicle-based combat, I've got Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Yeah. Like, there is there is nothing here that this does better than any of those shows it's worse in every single aspect it's just shit <laughs> it's shit i'm sorry yeah it's shit i i hate this show um <laughs> it's rubbish yeah i, I, I won't go as far as i hate it so there were some bits that no, I, I did appreciate it so, so some of the gags today i, like, I appreciated but it, it's raised far more questions than it's answered. I was, wasn't was interested at the times. And as you said, if I, for any of the things that this offers, there are half a dozen better things. And when you, know, when you said about, you know, if, you, if you want some sci you know, if you're looking for sci-fi based stuff, Jace was my first go-to, is that we have a vehicle-based show where they're fighting aliens in vehicles. That'll mm-hmm. do me. And if, if, I, if they don't want to be aliens, then there's Mask. Or there's transform. I know Transformers race. There's there are a load of other things that I would rather watch. Um, to be fair, that no, I'd rather staple my eyelids together than watch this again. Um, there yeah. are. No, let's say for what it is. Yeah, I just no. I, th- I think I was. I was always. Um, I was always rather ambivalent. And now I'm, I can't even say I'm that. I'm just. I just dislike it. Um, yeah, that's exactly where I am. That's exactly where I am with it. I I was always just kind of aware of it, but disinterested. Yeah. And now I'm no longer disinterested. I, I think it's just despicable. Yeah, I think act, actively dislike is probably the way I'm going to go for. I don't want to slam it too much because you know. I don't. Imply, I don't give a bit. I don't imply, <laughs> like if the internet wants to hate me, they can hate me for it. I, I think it's terrible. Um, I am in a minority. I think from as I say, what little research I did, and I had to stop because <laughs> I was just not allowing anyone to get away with defending this show it was winding me up but everybody like across the board seems to resoundingly love this show um so look fine like if if you like it you like it and that whatever um i i just think it's it's a disgusting disgusting piece of media um that i'm never going anywhere near ever again with a barge pole um (laughs) 
Just yeah. no fucking chance. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Um, that's, there's not really any more I can add to that, um, other than I wouldn't touch it with yours. Um, but as, as you said, I think we're in a minority on this. I think people, certainly the internet, because you know, that's where people are, um, seem to like it, seem to you know, seem to think there's something to it. If, if you're one of those people, if, if you disagree with us, if you think that we've got it wrong, if you think that you know, we're idiots, which, let's be fair, wouldn't be the first time, um, yeah, get in touch. Let us know um, on Twitter at SNPDPod, on Facebook with the Double Land Podcast Network. Um, yeah, get in touch. Tell us what you think. Yeah, and um, you know, and as as always, if if we're wrong for a specific reason, if you can point me in the direction of that one episode where Charlie just puts them all in their place, then point me in that direction, and I'll shut my big fat stupid mouth. Like just please, because and and I mean it this time, listeners. Like genuinely, I'm asking for this because I feel like it's something I need. I feel like I I need to be cleansed here. So if if that's out there, then show me, point me in that direction, and I'll I'll give it a go. Yeah, but, definitely. Um, you know, and, I, and by the way, we didn't agree. We didn't address that either, did we? We didn't address the whole Charlie Davidson of it no um i just i was ignoring that because that's yeah. kind of expected um yeah but again it's the sort of thing you get you, know, you would have all the way through the 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s probably up to about 95 96 you always had pun based names um so i kind of just ignored it yeah um i just was yeah i just wanted to throw that one in there right just because we hadn't brought it up like we talked yeah. about the but the, you know, I, I did think about it earlier and then I kind of we, we went down a rabbit hole and I kind of forgot about it um so yeah um but yeah as, as, as Chris said no, if you can find that thing that we're missing that whatever the spark is that we've missed please let us know um and we'll know we can we can look to address that and we're always up for a up for a debate and a discussion and anything else um where we get your podcast from be it iTunes Spotify Google Stitcher Blueberry TuneIn I can't remember where else we're listed. There's probably quite a few places. Um, give us a like, leave us a review, subscribe. Obviously, the, the more feedback we get, the better we can make these shows for people. Um, but until next time. Let's rock. No, no, I can't do it. No, fuck this show. Um, <laughs> until next time. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>